Welcome to the sport car. <laughs> Every time. No, I've actually been so... Okay, I got my intro last week so good and then you just shut me down because it was too long and I didn't give you enough time. (laughs) But anyway, I'm already rambling. It is the Sport Project Podcast and I'm with Chris, Sasha and Carlo. I am Renee, I'm your host. It is all the chat that basically happens whenever you're at the pub. Well, most of us when we're at the pub except for Smithy because he's in Melbourne and he doesn't get to get out. I get that, I get that. That was next (laughs) one. I'm hanging up. Pathetic loser. I'm hanging up. I don't even like anything. Love you, you say it back. Here. Love you, say it back. Oh, looks like it's, it looks like it's been good to him as well. He's lost a bit, a few kilos. He's been running around your backyard chasing three kids and your missus. They're everywhere, mate. I've just got to, I've just got to chase them everywhere. They just they, none of them listen to a single word I say. Honestly, they don't. Sounds like this <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Well, you put up a photo last night on the bloody MySpace, and you're looking like a condom full of walnuts. What's going on? You're looking good. <laughs> looking shredded like Swiss cheese. A cut like a picnic lunch. Fucking get around you. Normally, <laughs> normally I can disappear down the fish and chip shop, but I can't go anywhere now. So the missus does all the cooking, and it's, apparently this is how you should eat. Carlo's doing, Carlo's doing the runs for you, is he? Yeah. <laughs> He's doing the extra runs. Dan Murphy's have sucked it over, so I'm right. It's not good. It's not good. But if you haven't already followed us across all the social media platforms, don't forget Instagram is the Sport Project Podcast. We're also available online. You can head to our website at thesportproject.net, and that's basically where you can click into all the major platforms that you can listen to us on. However, Apple, the main podcast network, or even on Spotify, you can just look us up and click. But if you're listening to us already, you're probably already there. But tell your mates, like, subscribe, share share. We've got loads to talk about today. Uh, just a little bit going on in the boxing world, not huge amounts. It's still the same old Tyson. When's it happening talk? Uh, UFC, the boys were well into it over the weekend, so we can give you a bit of a chat there. There's been suspensions in the racing. There's been some good trials happening. We're starting to get excited about the Melbourne Cup again. NRL, well, where do we start? Suspensions, the Broncos, Sonny Bill Williams. And then there's a great doco that Sasha's actually uncovered as well too, including a, a really beautiful story about an N... Um, what did he play? He's a quarterback. I think he was a quarterback. NFL from the Redskins. Um, how he went Formerly from known as Redskins, sorry. There you go, mm. former Redskins. Um, went from being one of the greatest quarterbacks in the game to almost hanging on to his life by a thread. So plenty to talk about. Let's kick it off though, starting with the school teacher and the school child, Ben in the rug in the boxing. Horn and uh, Zoo just really are lifting the heckle game off it. Uh, I can't bag it because I never wanted to sort of draw into that game. But with these two, you kind of want it a bit, don't you? With these two? What are you talking about? Tim, did, did you not listen to anything I just said? <laughs> <laughs> I was too busy ducking and weaving. I was avoiding the jabs and the, and the hooks. I was this, like, I just passed out. Tell me about it. That was my defence. Did you not see it? See, oh, I sorry. I, no, I was just thought you were dancing. I just figured you put a tune on the background. See, my mum, it's like Lomachenko. It's just epic to watch. Um, yeah, well, look, look, this is on next week. Um, mm. and, and I still quite don't know what to make of it. I'm, I'm, I'm still up in the air. I still think Jeff Horn might be too good. He might, he might just have that little bit of experience on top of Tim Zoo. But, you know, if Tim Zoo's half as good as he tells you that he is, it, it could be um, a bit different. But, look, I'm, I'm quite interested to watch it. I, I will pay for it, unless someone wants to give it me for free. But um, I, you know, <laughs> oh, for show, so you're not getting any little shoves here. What I might do, what I might do, I might use the money that I won off Sasha about the Storm and the Roosters game <laughs> and use that to pay for it. What I really that? wanted to screenshot and put that on our Instagram the other Sash? day, just the banter, because someone mate, just our whole team, right? If you look at the injured team, the injured first 13, it's our first grade team, mate. It's about oh, $5 so million. Dollars it's like, so do, you, do you find it um, immune? 
using to win against an under-13s team, basically, because that's what you're doing. And you're bragging about it. So you're saying James Tedesco is your under-13s team, because I'm pretty sure. Well, James. You leave the Italian artist. He's he's referring to... I've got nothing this week. No, you haven't. J.W.A. Morris. Yeah, he's got straight... You got straight wallop, didn't you? We got, you got absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, we've got enough topic of boxing. We'll get to that. We let's, have. Let's, Tim Zoo, come on. I seen Tim Zoo. So I was at Pacific Fair down at the Gold Coast, and this is honest to God. I walked past this kid that I thought was a kid who had a bum bag around his thing like that, and he was tiny. Like it would have been maybe a head and a bit taller than him. And I didn't even think anything of it and didn't think twice. And my mate goes, oh, that's Tim Zoo. I'm going, mate, surely not. And it was. It was 100% him. And then I had a bit of a chat to him. He was sitting and eating a poke bowl. And I'm just, I kept my distance because I didn't know how he was with the old Rona thing. But I just said, mate, good luck. You know, I'm, I'm barracking for you. And he was a lovely fella. Really yeah, nice. he is. He's, he is nice very guy. nice. Yeah, that's all I've got. <laughs> he's um, he's definitely in my eyes. I reckon he's going to win. Hey, mate, it's uh, isn't it really good? Mm-hmm. How unassuming these boxers can look outside <coughs> of being inside a ring with um, with trunks on and gloves on. I seen a picture of Triple G the other day, and it honestly looked like a, a geek that got bullied in school. He had these beige slacks on and this little polo T-shirt, and he was stood there with his hands in his pocket like this, and he looked like butter wouldn't melt in his mouth. And next to it was an image of him just literally geared up to rip someone's face off, <laughs> which like Triple G does best. And and it was and it's just really scary the fact that how unassuming one man could look and then kill you with a single blow. It's well, what's, he, what's he been up to, Triple G, Chris? Uh, Whatever he wants, mate. Has he not got a fight scheduled in? Not at the moment, I don't think. He has no, someone they, like they, Sarah at his house that cooks and makes him eat as well too. He's very, very on his nutrition, old GGG. Yeah, yeah, he definitely I actually is. really it, enjoy some of his Instagram. Th- there's, um, there's a conversation that he wants uh, the trilogy fight with Canelo Alvarez. He still he still wants that fight, but you kind of think, is, has that passed? Has it passed for Alvarez? Has it passed for Triple G? Um, I don't know, but it'd be another war you'd like to see. Well, Pacquiao's called out Mayweather and said he still wants his third one because Mayweather's there's a little bit of chat about Mayweather coming back as well. And he's like... I'm going to have this fight. I'm going to win the trilogy and then I'm going to go for presidency. So, oh, yeah, well. what a plan. Five yeah. year action plan. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's wonderful, is he? Well, he better fight Kanye West off first, doesn't he? Because yeah. he wants to be a president too. No, Pacquiao. Pacquiao presidency in his home country, not not Mayweather for presidency. Although it oh, wouldn't right. actually gonna... surprise me if someone else like that wanted to go for it. Would not surprise you, would it? Yeah, look, Mayweather coming out of retirement. Is it because of all the rumors are true? Has he blown his billion dollar empire? Surely it... not. Well, the, the way well, he throws it around, it wouldn't kind of surprise you. Um, I remember Conor McGregor taking the piss out of him saying the reason he's coming back is because he's skint. Now, Conor McGregor's a true Irishman. He's tight as a fucking tight as cramp. You know, he, he knows where every penny goes. So he's smart with his cash and he's making a lot of it. But he, he yeah. honestly insists that Mayweather has, has blown all his. So if he does come back, is that the reason? Is he a big gambler? Yeah, massive. Yeah, big gambler. He always used he always used to put really wankerish. Put he always used to put his betting slips up. He was betting two hundred and fifty thousand on college basketball and things like that. On on betting on quarters, not even full games. Ooh, betting on quarter yeah. margins and just things like that. So yeah, he's um he's he's big into his gambling. Unsure if it's still the same, but he always has been over the years. Oh, I wouldn't mind seeing him back. But love him or hate him, he's a phenomenal talent. Yeah, See, but I, like I the last fight that they had, I've I was so disappointed because it was just like watching the. Johnny Farnham retour like it was yeah, by the yeah. CD like I, I wanted to enjoy them in their prime it was 10 years done too little too late and mm. it was uh, yeah it's, I mean I, I think if you're going to watch Floyd Mayweather now you've just got to really appreciate his defensive tactics yeah yeah. Uh, you, you, you've yeah. got to appreciate the way the way he fights a fight defensively and, and counter attacking he's not going to I don't really think he's got the power to knock people out anymore 
Mm. He never, he never overly known for it anyway. Even when he was younger, was he? But you know, now, now I think that's definitely gone. But his, but his defense is unquestioned. He's a massive cow puncher. Fifty and is not bad. You'd think out of fifty fights, there'd be one time you'd let yourself slip and just cop one and go to sleep. But well, he's 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 copped a few over the years and he's mm. and he's rolled them out. He's took them. But listen, there's there's another fight potential which actually apparently now been signed: Teofimo Lopez and uh, Vasily Lomachenko. Oof. The argument over this fight was the fact that Lomachenko was being paid around three point two million. Lopez was complaining he was getting about the one point two. Um, and then he says the reason behind this is because Lomachenko's he's trying to run away from me. He doesn't want to fight me. He knows how scary I am. So true Lomachenko style. He's turned around and he's come out and he said, "Well, guess what? I'll give you a chop of my purse just to make this fight happen." Um, and then went. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. I mean, Lopez is a 23-year-old. You're messing with the wrong kind of dude here. Do you know what I mean? But the records speak for themselves. Lomachenko's 14 and one loss at the start of his career. Lopez is 15 and 0, 12 knockouts. So he's he's no mug himself, the young lad. But when you're fighting the likes of Lomachenko, the Matrix, you you just, you, you, you don't really know what you're up against. He can bring it from average, just about every single angle that he wants. You know what I mean? So uh, that, that, that's a very interesting fight for me to watch. Uh, well, I'm, I'm well up. Like, I, I actually did not, I was not across that information because Lomachenko is one of my favourite fighters and I'm <laughs> I'm well in. So we'll zoom into each other whilst watching this fight together, Smithy. Because <laughs> I, I think we've, any fight where it's been in Sydney where we've been around each other, even, I think we were at the pub at one stage at the um, the Stain in Manly yep. having a scooter at yep. about 9.30 in the morning to watch. It was Carnello's fight, wasn't it? It was. It was a Car- yeah. Yeah. And uh, many other times out of that. But I do want to point out, uh, I know we kind of sort of brushed past the Tim Zhu fight. That card is like, it is so well stacked. So for the first time in Aussie boxing, they're not able to fly in wins. They're not able to bring in fights that are going to be easy fights to sort of bump up pro records. And um, there's actually some great sort of Australian fighters on the ring. So two in particular that I'll point out because they're the women's fights and I'm really looking forward to seeing them is Jessica Cashman and Lynn Sandstrom. Um, so both making their pro debuts, but um, both girls have come from that amateur background. Very, very strong sound fighters. The other one who actually comes uh, she's just returned back from America so she's been fighting out of the Mayweather stable I think almost maybe six to eight months maybe even longer so she went over to Thailand uh, to a training camp over there and then flew and um, paid her own way to work out of um, Mayweather stable for a while so she's returned when COVID hit and she's up against Shannon O'Connell so Shannon's had 18 fights six wins and one loss um, I think it was how I read it right um, and again so again pocket rockets that are in but you've got Joel Camilleri out of Copland, um, we've got Jamie Weech, Isaac Hardman, so quite a few big names that are sort of on that card. So if you haven't already bought into it and you want to have a go, check out some of the um, up and coming Aussie boxers who are well and truly well and uh, ready to go up against each other rather than sort of paying for those fights to come in. Just a That's, little bit of a hot tip. It's nice that they're keeping the fights and there's, there's no excuse. You know, you, yeah. you can't duck and hide anyone. You said, yeah, I want to fight the guy from America, and then I'll fight you. There's no hiding. Exactly. Well, when's it on? When's it on? Is it next on? week? Twenty six. Wednesday. Wednesday 26. night. Yeah. Yeah. Wednesday night. Yeah, mm. you should probably go out and watch it, Sash. Just yeah. scoot on up to Townsville. I'm literally just quickly looking at the flights. Oh, well, we're doing a podcast, mate. So if you can kind of engage here, that would be lovely. Yeah. At any stage, you want to get some eye contact. <laughs> I just really yeah, want to see yeah. if it was possible, and now I know it's possible, and I'm going to just want to rub it in. I just want to rub it in because <laughs> I can go anywhere. 
Except for New South Wales and back. Or Victoria and back. Coming to yeah, Victoria is awesome. Do you know what? Like, Carlo and I will just go down and look after your place in Barrel while you can't get to it. Yeah, yeah, helps, yeah. You know? We I'm going to go down and hang hard. with your mum and stepdad because I'll like i just sit there and just sip on the vinos with them and we'll look after your property, I promise. Someone needs to go in there. Someone needs to go in there because it is sitting empty with nothing going. So I'll, I'll absolutely go and do it for you, babe. I'm working from home anyway, <laughs> so I may as well play on. Nah, mum decided to stay in her place and Airbnb her front two places there because she's sort of got three joints and then um, my house is just sitting dormant. I actually had someone drive past on the weekend, contact a real estate agent who knew my mum and they're looking at it tomorrow to potentially buy it. Are oh, you going to get rid of it already before we've had a little uh, I'm not even done it yet. house party? Well, I don't want to sell Rude. it, but if they want to offer me good money, then what are you going to do? you just got to get rid of it. I can't no, even you've got to touch it. I can't it. go you've back got... there, so what am I going to do? But I'll, I'll, tell you I'll go to back and I'll FaceTime you. <laughs> I will illegally cross the border to party in that place before we um, before we sell it on. Mm. Uh, 100%. 100%. I'd love to do the same. Well, let's just all do it. Let's just break it. Let's do what the Broncos do. Oh, yeah, mate. <laughs> Popped up yeah. bubble. <laughs> um... Well, let's, let's move on. A uh, little bit happening in golf, uh, Chris. Not a hell of a lot, but the Tiger Woods, he's he's kind of back. Is he he's no back, longer playing mate. recreational yeah. golf? He's going to be back next week at the Northern Trust. Yeah, he wants to get his FedEx points up there, so he's, he said he's going to come back. We've not seen the best of him yet. We, I really hope he fires in this tournament, but um, I, I, I don't quite know. It's going to be another strong field, so he's, he's definitely up against it. Um, but it, it's just good to see him on the course. We've got the, the there's a competition going on at Big Bear at Canada. Anybody care about that? No, come at me. Yep. I want to know what happens in Canada. I don't know. I, I just really assumed <laughs> nobody would care, so I didn't re- really research it. Um, That's something that I would do. Sorry. <laughs> see, I tried giving you a rhetorical question. Anybody care? No. And then you had to say yes, didn't you? Well, because I, I always know. care, Chris. I always I, care. I actually, I actually sat there before and I read through the top ten players and I didn't know any of them. And I thought, oh, fuck this, then this is out. <laughs> this is, this is, if I've not heard of any of these top 10 players, um, that's, that's that done. All right, well, let's yeah. brush golfing. Let's go to go- There's plenty happening in racing. Oh, by the way, Chris, it was very lovely going to the races on Saturday. Oh, was it? Yeah, it I was. saw your pictures. You look very lovely, by the way. Oh, you I look, look very well stunning, Renee. Oh, yeah. Thanks, lad. I didn't see it. I'm sorry, I think you would have. I don't know what happens in Zen, but fuck. Magic happens. Magic happens when I'm not on this, basically. Do one of those things where you go, boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is beauty mode? Oh, is that what it is? You look is? like you've just got on from Saturday now. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, plenty going on. Plenty going on. Look, look Smithy's top tips, they, they've not disappeared. My horse trial today at Rose Hill, and it mm-hmm. ran, a, ran a very nice 56 seconds for the 900 metres. But however... Uh, trial number two saw Nature Strip come back and oh man, it looks absolutely phenomenal. Chris Waller trains my horse and, of course, has Nature Strip, but just galloped out 900 metres in just over 54 seconds and it was honestly looked phenomenal. Um, and, and I think the bookies have taken a hit already for the Everest based on the, the trial this morning and how good it looked. Um, so there's, there's, there's plenty of good things coming up for racing. Fortunately, with all this pandemic still going on, it has been the one and only sport that's just continued mm. right through, never took a back step. Um, someone who will take a back step, sadly, is Adam Hieronymus. Now, we, we spoke in previous weeks about all the charges being laid against him for betting against horses that he's on, betting against horses that he's riding. And my question is now, does his 
as the time that he's got really worth the crime that he's done. So remember, he was having little nibbles. He's been found guilty of it, so I can say this. He's had little nibbles of $500 bets on a $4.20 horse that he rode that finished third. So you lost that one. There's your 500 down. Next one, he had a $3.30 shot, 500 on that. That won quite impressively. So there's your $1,500 back. But now he's been found guilty. Himself and his cousin, Blake Payne, have been caught by the judiciary with a long list of text messages talking about bets that they're going to place, money transferring, and Adam Hieronymus now, Group 1 winning jockey, has now been banned for three years. I just, He's just this is the part that blows ban. my mind. It's not a new ruling that jockeys nope. can't bet on horses. You can't be that daft to message Your someone close to you or anyone. Hand. Like, message someone. Oh, he, oh, he is. He is that And he was literally, no. no, but you can't, I'm sorry, there's absolutely no excuse for it. I Like, I know a lot he of people are talking daft. about that the three years is too much um, in comparison to, say, so this bloke, uh, I'm sorry, Smith, I'm going to get you to ask you to pronounce Adam the name for me. Thank you. Yeah. He bet that he would win. Mm. Not bet against himself as in he was going to throw a race. Damien Oliver bets against himself, knowing that he could possibly throw a race, gets 10 months. This bloke gets three years. Regardless of it, it should be like an, an equal sanction. So, you know, when you get it done for drugs, you get two years done, mm. the end. That's the way it works. All sports, two years. The comparison between these guys having 10 months and three years and, and what have you, that's the only part that I find bullshit. The fact that you've you know about these bets are not okay and you're texting your mate saying hey you ran really well this morning at barrier trials and um That's i'm just gonna throw some money on him if it's cool and this oh this is never gonna come back and bite me in the ass uh, it's it, it's weird though because blake payne's his cousin and the stable hand at, at, at the stables where the horses have come out of so it's honestly people must but it still happens yeah no people well, damien oliver getting banned and, and other jockeys getting banned and people getting caught out hasn't nothing's really twigged yet with some of these guys that they just go yeah fuck it it's only 500 bucks it's only 500 bucks and it'll probably win uh-huh, let's, let's let's have a bit of the sandwich but it's yeah it's, it's berserk so sadly there's there's him gone for the next three years and will he come back um you'd like to think so he's a he's a cracking group one jockey so but um just made a, one or two silly mistakes and yeah that's him hung to dry mm. damn. damn you wouldn't have made yourself a cup of tea you didn't even hear any of that you've just come back chimed in and called him <laughs> dumb no i actually had this before him mate. that's how observant you are i actually had to take the headphones off and cough my lungs up so I don't know what's wrong with my throat. No, corona. you've been down to Melbourne, Ooh, haven't you? Corona. <laughs> no. No, he's just been gallivanting around, screaming at the top of his lungs at pubs that he mm-hmm. is yelling. He was actually probably yelling out to you going, Smithy, I'm at the pub. I was yeah. actually the backup singer for a horse's rendition. Of course you were. Daryl Braithwaite, yeah. Sasha's favourite track. It's going to be little oh. bee, little darling. <laughs> yep, get around me. You're all weak. <laughs> Don't forget to get around our podcast as well too. If you haven't already shared and subscribed to it, please do so. It is the Sport Project podcast available on all the major pro- podcast platforms. I will say that correctly one stage in my life. Head to thesportproject.net where our website is and you can just click straight into whatever you want. Slide into the DMs, get into our top 10 favourite MySpaces, hit Sasha up with some better songs than Green Day. Do anything you want. That's but it. Slide into the DMs. Slide into the DMs. MySpace. <laughs> Like all the vicious, vicious rumours have slid into everyone's DMs over the last couple of weeks when it comes to the Broncos. Boys, I'm sure Whoa. you've all been on the end of some of these text messages. It's been Ooh, crazy, um, isn't it? Well, no, not like, I know, the Broncos ones. I wasn't talking about DM sides because none oh, of you guys would oh, do that. Oh, which yeah, ones? Never. Which ones? The uh, Katoni Stags ones? 
Oh, the Seabolt ones. All of them. There's been plenty. There's been oh. plenty to talk about when it comes to the, the Broncos. Talk, talking about going from bad to worse. Ten, what is it? Ten Broncos players have been fined. Uh, I think it's in, uh, and the club's been fined $75,000 because it failed to uphold the COVID regulations. So it means that, like, ten, in total, the fines are 140000 which is the largest in, in Broncos history. I love the fact that the cops cleared them and just went, no, they're sweet, we're not in a COVID state and it wasn't in a hot spot, so therefore they're sweet with us, they don't have to go in the bubble. But then you get the likes of, you know, Paul Vaughan and Wayne Bennett who had to serve, you know, their big fines, Mad. two weeks. One, uh, one player's had their contract torn up. Now, 10 Broncos players, sweet. Yeah, but what I don't understand, if they did it on August the 1st, why were they not placed in a, in a COVID hold? Because it wasn't deemed a hot spot and there wasn't deemed to be enough people in the venue for that to be kept back. <gasps> so basically, every time they review it, they work out what were the risk factors. Like, so I think Paul Vaughan, because he's in down Wollongong Way, that, there's some hot spots down south coast um, where Wayne Bennett was, there were hot spots. So therefore, right. their fines were based around that. Well, I think it's just all leading to a little bit of confusion over this uh, in, 100%. in COVID times. It should just be uh, think, flat. Yeah, it, it's madness, but... Oh, major, just, it's major, and we, we feel like the last four weeks especially we've been bronco, bronco bashing, mm-hmm. but when they get things so wrong, you, you know, you've got, there's got, no, you've got nothing to do but talk about it. Right? Anyway, the, uh, the other, the other contentious issue of the night is, um, you know, big Kevin Proctor getting, getting sent off for a bite. Now, did he, didn't he? Well, what's your thoughts on it, guys? Did you all see it? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I saw it. The arm was across the face and his, his his mouth seemed to open and then close around Sean Johnson's arm. So you've And and Sean Johnson's jumped up and appealed to the referee and he's shown the referee, so there's clearly a bite mark there. Mm. And the referee's acted on it immediately, the only way he possibly could. So you you would think with everything coming into it, now we're recording Tuesday night, so it's the, the judiciary's happening right now. So That's if right. that comes to light we'll, we'll share that with you but by then you'll probably already know um <laughs> but look I, I i i just think if you're gonna open your mouth and close it on someone's arm you've got to expect it now it's it's sad it was his 250th game and will that and will that be will that be the end of his career if he does and he goes out like that that's a really sad way to do it but still rules are rules and you can't bite people I don't, look <clears throat> if you look at it in you know live it definitely looked like a bite even some of the replays look like a bite but then you look at the the tackle and sean johnson with his um arm around his sort of his mm. neck and his face and he sort of got caught with his mouth open in that position and in a way it sort of looked like he was trying to get it away from his neck. Well, I don't know. That's like, if you look at it at certain angles, it does. <laughs> hey, I'm not justifying it because I've got no allegiance to the Titans or Kevin Proctor, but I don't know. It's the tough one. The fact that he's got um, Sean Johnson now appearing by video link to defend him, um, you know, hopefully... You know, it sort of clears his name to some extent. Cause like you said, it was his 250th game. He's not a bad player. He's done some good things for the sport. Mm. And, um, Did you all yeah. see the um, Sean Johnson Instagram post where he no. basically yeah, well, cleared him? Uh, well, so he put he put a photo up and it was of them hugging and being like best mates and basically saying, you know, I was in the heat of the moment. Um, I thought I've I've now watched the footage the same as everyone else has, and he obviously just got his hand caught in my arm and yes I reacted the way I did because it you know it felt like a bite at the time and I wanted to do you know that's what you got to do for your team you kind of got to fall on your sword a bit um uh, I think that's he got suspect he got sent off the field so therefore that should be enough and I will go and stand
change into this uh, well, judiciary room on the weekend and, and solve it on Tuesday, sorry. Well, just following on from that, Renee, uh, the, the news is that yes. both oh. both Sean Johnson and Kevin Proctor are going to be fined for, for commenting on a judiciary before it actually uh, went went to process. <laughs> oh, so wow. both of them, both of them, not only <laughs> is it going through, both of them are going to get serious fines uh, for commenting on a, on a case before it's heard. <laughs> So, so this is are the, are the, is the rugby league really in that fucking much strive financially because they're just finding just about everyone. Because they're bored in the judiciary, uh, they're like, you, "You get a fine, you get a fine." Yeah. Now well, we've yeah. got paperwork to do. This is fun. Yeah, right. yeah, they are, Chris. To answer your question, they well, are, we were, yeah. you remember COVID? We was looking at uh, the war chest. Where's it all gone? Where's all the money gone? All the millions that have been spent. So yeah, I, I suppose they are. But um, apparently, it's a breach of uh, if if people are asked to uh, act on a hearing or be in presence mm. for a hearing then they can't comment on it until after the judiciary has been heard and obviously it's not so I think the the two boys are in hot water that's the news I've heard anyway so uh, a lot going on in Covid world 2020 it's crazy everywhere oh, nothing surprises you anymore does it no this year you're just nodding no. not smile I just like I laugh at everything now something else bad happens I'm like Covid <laughs> Can you, hey, can, you I, believe, I love, can you believe we waited 10 years to celebrate the turn of another decade and this has been it? This is it. True. Oh, uh, I never even thought about it like that. I love it when Chris turned around and said, but aliens are looking at us and going, best season ever. I'm thinking, oh, this is mad. It just yeah. reminds me of the, the film Outbreak. I just keep on thinking you always, that. You always go back to that. The yeah, monkeys, the monkeys it. and the fountain. <laughs> That's just Carlo in it. That and the fact that you haven't brought up Farmer What's a Wife yet. I'm very disappointed. Hey, like, well, I've thrown you many a like, short ball. Could have run yeah. onto that a few times. It's getting, it's getting to the sticky end in Farmer Wants a Wife. Um, poor, the poor <laughs> Italian fella. The pun. The, <laughs> the poor... The poor Italian fella up north, uh, all his girls said he didn't like him and uh, he just went, I'll call it a day then, poor bastard. Oh, he had to call it a day. Like, literally yeah. none of them wanted to hang out with him. Well, there was one that really liked him but he didn't like her and the other two that he really liked both binned him. There <laughs> is a saying, Carlo, beggars cannot be choosers. <laughs> Something I probably need to live started <laughs> 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 Is that how it went for you? Yeah. Oh, Relationship anyway. advice from Sasha Mulzarek. Mm-hmm. There you go. Just take whatever you can get. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> That's about it in Rugby League world, apart from one stat that I did get, that 25% of the coaches that started the season are no longer in position. Crazy. What about... What? What was that stat again? 25% of the coaches that started the season are no longer in position. Wow. That's crazy. That's a good stat. That's a great stat. But I, I was happy with that. I needed to go again. I've got a stat that can top that one. It goes something Go like this. Melbourne's Dome 24, <laughs> Sydney Roosters 6. Talking about now the Roosters, that. Sonny Bill, hey? <laughs> Did you see that um, you news press? Skip past. You cannot skip I want to hear your excuse for this week because it was ball tampering and ball washing, then it's the milk from Canberra, mm. which has really given this superhuman power. <laughs> now, yeah, lactose intolerant, now you're, remember? Now you're lactose intolerant, that's yeah. right. And now there's an 18 points difference where you get absolutely drilled. What's the excuse for this one? Oh, I actually don't have one, hey? Like, to be honest, you just play Bruce really well and we played pretty poorly with our third grade team third grade it was second grade no it was third grade no oh, well you yeah, know it's like, you're second or third grade it was it was a very underperforming Roosters team that yeah, is, that we, we didn't play sure. well we haven't played well for the last three games to be honest I didn't expect much going in and got the result that I was expecting but like I said Sonny Bill news conference did you see that with the reporter going oh you know you're still hitting as hard as you were and he goes oh why don't you try running at me cuz <laughs> you see that is that legit yes yeah. 
Yeah, didn't you see that? He goes, oh, no. so you think you'd be hitting as hard as you were. And he goes, oh, why don't you try running at me, cuz? Well, that, is that what he said? That is yeah, the and then Batuta Advocate, you know, they do the thing on Instagram. Yeah. They put this massive spiel up. It was so funny. It was like, um, you know, he says that. And then the Batuta Advocate can confirm absolutely no one ever wants to run at you, cuz. Given how hard he hit. So um, I love got to see that, that footage, bit. actually. It's pretty funny. Mate, that, that, was where, that was where I saw him. Walking out of the ocean at Bondi in his in his rooster shorts, he still looks ripped and as lean as ever. It was on that. It was on the uh, the B two to advocate uh, yeah. Instagram. He's looking good. Would, would he give you a run Mate. for your money with your what's sorry? And I've I'm rude that I don't remember your tan company name, but it's well, you just said it. Tan. Oh, just tan. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, I'd know if you sent me something, but you never have. Yeah, so. man, I'll, I'll send you some, darling. No problem. <laughs> right. a, ha- have a look stuff. at this. Have a look at this on the on their Instagram page. There's a picture of Carlo, then a picture of Sonny Bill Williams right next to it. If you, <laughs> well, if, if, you get, get it up, what is this? Show us. Up, have a look. <laughs> <laughs> That is a hundred percent. That is so true. Carla, you don't let shape them bully you, babe. For the last the listeners out there, that wasn't me. Okay, <laughs> just just putting it out there. Well, this hey. is exactly what it says here. This is so funny. Can I can I just put an honest point to this, Sonny Bill Williams? No, I, we're we're jovial right now, Carla. Don't know, ruin I know, it. I so, hey, I'll just but, let me finish. Wait, Carla. No. Sasha's about to talk. You can't talk oh, over the top. Oh, is it? I thought he was. This. I thought he was looking at flights. No, he was. <laughs> He's got, he's, so he's this is there. what he this is what he says. He goes, to be honest, I've been watching a lot of footy lately, and these lads are just big boys, big and fit and strong and fast, and we'll see how we go. But when asked yesterday by a journalist if he could still put a decent shot on, Williams was quick to offer the reporter a chance to find out for himself. He said, do you want to run <laughs> because William laughed. In unsurprising news, a survey of every single rugby league player and fan around the country has found that absolutely no one does want to run at you. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a monster. He is. He is. Mate, there's, there's uh, some footage over the years of him putting some cracking shots on now, but he's got to wrap his arms around. He can't just shoulder mm, no charge people oh, anymore. He couldn't do that in rugby union. But um, go, I watched, I watched the first... Touch. Yeah, no, no, no. I just I watched his first two games for the Toronto Wolfpack. And I'm not joking, he was, he was pretty ordinary. Pretty ordinary, to say the least. Mm. So, um, you know, I'm probably going to go on the other side. Even though I'm a Roosters fan, I'm going to say, you know, it's going to take him, I reckon, at least four to five games to get to get moving. I reckon he's going to come off the bench and do 15 minutes here and there. Have you not been That's watching the Roosters? Speaking. They don't have four or five games. They've been terrible. They, they, mm. they don't have four or five. They need him to find out, now, Carlos. This, this is their bench. This is their current bench. He's not going to, Sorry to shut, shadow you here, Sash, but yeah, $5 million dollars almost on the bench, probably a little bit more. Hargraves, Brett Morris, Danny Tupu, Angus Crichton, Boyd Cordner, Billy Smith, Sam Varellis, uh, Victor Radley, Luke Keary, Lachlan, Lachlan Lamb and Mitch Orbison. And they've also worried about the fact that they've been wanting to rest Nathan Friend because he's been playing. He's an 80-minute player. We all get that. But he's now completely, like, war-torn. And this would be a game that they would normally rest him on and they can't. They've got to play him because they've got no experienced players left on the bench. That's almost a premiership-winning side on mm. your bench. Well, it is. It is a premiership-winning side. That's the thing. But there was no excuses for uh, the way we still play. We played pretty shit out. So we've been playing pretty shit for the past yeah. three or four weeks. So, um, But, yeah, the first time it was deflated balls, then it was <laughs> lactose intolerance and... Um, 
now it's just simply injury and shit playing. But well, they've got West Tigers this week, and Tigers are coming off the back of a back of a yeah, win against Bulldogs. Hard fought. They played well. Yeah, played and some Benji good football. Marshall played really well too. Mm. This game suits Benji though. He comes from a touch footy background. This is yeah. where he shines again. Yeah. You know, this is original Benji that we used to see when he first hit the yep. like playing fields back in the day, coming straight from Keeper Park. This is where yeah. he's at. It's like no. it's like Teddy saying he said this game really suits me. It suits my style of play, playing quickly off the yep. back of people. But Benji Marshall. Throwing flick passes out of his ass in grand finals. He's not scared of this type of rugby league. No, this is him to a T. This is right. his ground. Spot Welcome on. to my game. Listen, I think oh. I think Benji Marshall's game management as well has been absolutely outstanding as well mm. the last couple of weeks. Mm. Uh, not only is he making the right passes at the right times, where he used to just always want the big play. He's, he's his game management has been outstanding. Mm. Talking about uh, touch football, guys. Um, the ABS facade team. We won last week, and we're coming in with high confidence um, to this week because we're zero and nine last season. Yeah. So we won last week. Coming to uh, seeing the old dogs on the side, and we go, we've got these guys come. We end up losing the game. I think it was like maybe. 8-4 or 8-6 or something like that, though they did dominate us. I single-handedly probably lost the game. I think I dropped two balls. <laughs> I gave away three penalties. I got starched by a fucking 60-year-old bloke um, and accidentally grabbed, or not grabbed, touched a girl on the boob. Um, and no, 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 no. like literally did everything I possibly could have wrong. I did it, hey. I literally, it was like I was getting paid money to lose for our team. It was the worst <laughs> I've ever played anything ever. So Damien uh, Oliver would have put money on you? 100%. Please, please don't spark Carlo and his soccer off. Do you know what I mean? Don't, don't, we don't want to get him well, started on this. Not played for two weeks, tomorrow. mate. Been washed out. <laughs> playing tomorrow. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Been two games on Saturday. Fucking 30 years ago, Carlo. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Got the movement. Don't let this little body change it. <laughs> little body. <laughs> <laughs> We're you thinking about doing a sponsored walk around you. What do you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just because you've not eaten correctly for three weeks. <laughs> I'm going to send oh. you some chocolate. There's no supermarkets within 5Ks. The poor bugger's fading away. Yeah, I know. Cal, if there's any chocolate in your house, I know I'd be getting sent wrappers. There wouldn't be any chocolate in it. <laughs> hey, where are we going next? Come on. I wanted to talk about Joel Thompson's tongue. <laughs> Did oh, that was see? horrible. No, I've not seen it. Oh, oh it's like, Is it like a fart. Yeah, and, and chunks missing. I don't want to ever hear or see you do that again. So he, it split pretty much straight down the middle and also a massive chunk missing. It happened in the first 10 minutes of the game. And I don't know if anyone is like me. When I bite my tongue, it's like JFK's assassins just shot me in the mouth. Oh, it's like, horrible. It the drops worst, you. It's really. the most, yeah. it's so painful. He did it in the first 10, or whatever it was, early stages, to the point where he couldn't drink water. And his, his quote is, I couldn't get any water down, so I just drank my own blood. I just, I just wanted yeah. to talk about yeah. that. I vomit Dubai to your neck. Yeah. Look, was... it didn't help our game, um, but, you know. Hey, yeah. what's going on in the back there? <laughs> That'll be my flatmates. That'll there be my flatmates. Oh, oh, oh. There you go. Who's that? I mean, <laughs> I was trying to Google people's tongues, and you don't you don't want to know what came. Yeah, everyone's like, "What happened? Where?" I was like, "Well, oh, sorry, flatmate in the background." Um, just before we do move on here, I need to let you guys know. And Greg, if he's listening, at thirty six minutes, my um, sound stopped recording for some weird reason. It started again. So if he's listening, anyway, and back to the show. Well, tonight on the Sport Project <laughs> Podcast, we are going to talk about absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Well, I wanted to finish. We've covered a lot of stuff off today. We've gone the Jeff Horn, Tim Zhu, Lomachenko, UFC, Tiger Woods, racing, suspensions, and 
And I wanted to finish. Chris normally takes us through what docos to listen to uh, or watch at different times. And Sasha's been one that stumbled across one. Mm. Um, and it was an NFL player who went from being one of the greatest quarterbacks in the game to fighting for his life. And Sasha, I, I really want to know more about it. Mm, yeah, it's, a, it's an ESPN documentary called Project 11. It's an, based off Alex Smith. So Alex Smith was a quarterback for the Kansas City Kansas City, I think, and then went to the Washington, or formerly known as the Washington Redskins, now just Washington Football Club, I believe, um, and suffered a horrific injury to his right leg, so completely snapped his tibia and fibula oh. in half, like a complete snap, um, oh, and fuck. has had 17 surgeries, so that was in 2018, so 20 months, 21 months ago, um, 17 surgeries um, from skin grafts, obviously his leg being pinned, um, and if you have a look at this documentary, have a look at photos and seen how horrific the injury was and how his leg even looks now. Um, it's just amazing he's even walking. But there was a, a post by his missus um, recently which sort of sparked a bit of um, interest around it where he walks out of his house and um, he gets sprayed with champagne. So I think what's happened recently, he's been removed from the the pup list they have in the NFL, which I think stands for players who are unable to play. So and so he's been removed from that list and he's back in contention for what? Yeah, for a quarterback role with the Washington team. Um so there's three of them vying for a quarterback wow. position. But look, when and this is not me being pessimistic, but when you see video footage of him currently he, he's really struggling to walk at the moment. And mm. look, he's even fucking lucky he's alive, let alone walking. So look I'll wish him all the best and hopefully you can get out there but like my thoughts are it might have been too much for him mm. I, like I, when you're saying it comes with a pup list like you'd think he broke his leg during a game he got this it, um, it was like a flesh eating bacteria disease that he almost either died or they came out at one stage from the operation I saw a little mini video sort of trailer for this doco and they came out and told his family he was going in to get his leg repaired and then they came out and he said we're going to now try and save his life and save his leg in that order so so at yeah. that stage, they were looking at amputating his leg to, to yeah. survive because the, the bacteria spread so quickly. Mm. Yeah. Um, you'd think that, and again, I'm not, I'm, I can't really put myself in their shoes, you'd think you'd want to stay on that list so you'd get that medical retirement to a degree. If you come back on that pub list, you would not get that. And I yeah. can imagine all those operations and everything that he would have gone through would have been severely costly. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely amazing. If you haven't seen the shorts of it in either case, you should just look at that to see what, what condition he was beforehand and then... Sh- you know, the severity of the break and then what happened afterwards and now what his leg looks like. To be him being able to walk is just simply amazing. So, you know, wish him all the best and get out there. But um, it's still a long road, eh? Hey? Like, it's, it's all one thing to sort of throw a ball in an empty room and, um, you know, throw the players and no one on you. But then you've got these blokes who are absolute monsters and animals. And like the fast, I reckon they're the best athletes in the world, hey, for short, sharp, um, you know, games. That, um, you know, it's, it's a different ball game, but uh, it's American football. American mm. football. <laughs> so it is Project Eleven, I believe. Uh, yep. Is that right, there, Sash? Yeah, mm, and it is it. Alex Smith, uh, former Chiefs and uh, Washington Red player as well, too. So looking rooster. Have you seen? He is actually. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh. Look, I, I'll agree with you on that one. Charm. Look, he's thirty-six. I'm thirty-five. Look at the head on me. Headset. <laughs> it's not even like you can actually hear how bad my head is. So it's not even a head for radio. You're not 35. Yeah, I know. I'm 28. That's what I, well, that's what I look like anyway. 28 plus 35, today. maybe. I shaved today. 
There's so much love on the show today. You told me I look like I just got home for the races on Saturday. Um, Sasha looks like he's 35 plus 28. I'm fine. You're over there oh. looking like a oil painting, Smitty. I'm, yeah, no. I'm in lockdown. I'm just abusing everybody. I'm pissed You're off. You're just bitter at the world, <laughs> just, aren't you? I, I'm twisted, yeah. Bitter and Well, twisted. then I don't want to tell you that I am going to the Wink Stakes Day to work and MC uh, this weekend for the 18th. Boom. So oh, you didn't see the news. It's been cancelled. <laughs> Have a look on your uh, internet. That's no, cool. I'll FaceTime you. I'll FaceTime you in and you can just pretend like you're at the races. It'll be hot cool. Hot tips? Answer. Any hot oh, tips? Yeah, you have you got anything? Hot chips. Hot tips, babe. <laughs> Any hot oh. chips? I like hot chips. Uh, no, no I've, I've got nothing. He's got nothing. He's come yeah. ill-prepared. Right, Let me give, give, I'm give me one. a second. Yep. Yeah, a second. I'll, I'll oh, get you here now. We'll just fill Wait, it. When with... do you want it for? For when? For Saturday? Well, every time you give it for when the show Cooking edge so. reporting here Yeah, let's by go Chris Saturday. Smith. Let's go yep. for the actual Wink Stakes Day. Yep. Is this the one? Yep. Go. There's, 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 no, there's no farm up there. There's no, nothing up there. Oh, wouldn't be. I actually do know that horse. Do, what, like, personally, you feed it and... Feed hey. the horse too much. <laughs> yeah. I'm did glad feed, someone got it. Did you feed that horse, Sash? <laughs> the mm. rebel. Oh, Quacker Jack. That's a good one too. But he's paying real high odds, so he can't be that good. <laughs> Yeah, good chat. So anyone, while they are doing this, don't forget, like, subscribe, follow, share. Please get around us. Get everyone around us because it is all the Sport Project podcast. Thank you so much, Carlo, Chris, Sasha. We record every Tuesday night, so that's the best part about it. We get to say, see you next Tuesday and mean it. Race, race four, Hawkesbury number 13, Stella Pauline. There you go. There you go. Right. Stella. Yes. Did you just pick number 13 because that's our favourite number? All right. Well, number four, guys. Right. Number four or gate four. Just get on it. Get around it. Race four. Thursday. Done. Bye, everyone. Love you. See See you next Tuesday. Bye-bye.